Uh, news update about the stream. I'm a fucking nincompoop, and I forgot that when you make a new table, like new, like fucking screens, you have to add all the mics. So I got you guys in for most of it, but me, uh, I did not get. But just know that if you're watching, that was gold that you missed there. That was gold right there. Uh, dark, dark poop gold, I guess. Um, but yeah, no. I also heard that her lawyers are absolute idiots. Like. I saw a clip the other day of Johnny Depp like sitting on the stands uh, getting questioned by her lawyer and then her lawyer comes up and he's like, I heard you drunk a mega glass of wine one time. Mega pint. Yeah, and he's like, a mega pint? <laughs> it's, just like, it's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I know you drink a lot. It's like, were you there? And it's like, uh... What the That's... <laughs> Why would you change your name if you're fucking rotten? The town's like she hasn't. She's only donated like 200k of the seven million like settlement. Yeah. So she's got money and she's like, oh shit, I've just been served by like Johnny's legal team. Like, who, who should I get in to defend me? Rotten, Rotten born. It's... No, I think, dude. I think a big reason is they couldn't get a lawyer. I was talking to fucking my sister about this. They couldn't get a lawyer. The only. You know where Rottenborn's based out of? Fucking Roanoke. Roanoke right. is a shithole. Oh, yes. Let me just... Shout out to all the Roanoke Roanoke people out there. Let's go. Hey, they all know it's a shithole. <laughs> it's not oh, a good place. Let, let me just employ Evilo Mustachio. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, ah, yes. Rottenborn. That, that really screams, like, truthfulness. Bro, I get Dr. Evil in here. Yeah. He's a doctor. <laughs> No, German. It's Evel. You know, you you know who he actually sounds like. He sounds like Jason Bourne's like mentally challenged like step cousin. <laughs> rotten, rotten Bourne. Christ, it's Rotten Bourne. He's shit. Literally, literally. I know. I'm just picturing him getting the case and being like, "All right, what do we got to deal with here?" And he pulls out like a picture of her pooping on the bed and is like, "Ah, oh, Jesus." It's gonna. This gonna be a long day. All right, Johnny. This was your dog's, wasn't it? Like what? That's a human-sized shit. This is like. It's typical, like you know, in movies and stuff. Like the lawyers, like they meet up for the first time. She's like taken lawyer like confidentiality too far, and they were like, "Right, did you do it?" And she's just laid it all out to him, going, "Yep, I did this. I cut him here. I did that. Now you've got to get me off." And they're just like fucking sweating on the stand, like, oh, gee, fucking liar, like, shit, what the fuck am I gonna say? Like, and they're just locked in because she's paid retainer. They're just like, oh, fuck. He's oh, given us a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh, we were about to go under. Oh, oh, fuck, she's an evil, evil person. <laughs> like, so, what are you saying that you're, you're an awful person, Johnny Depp? <laughs> he's also just like memeing up there they keep asking him a question like it is funny and it like makes you think amber heard is a dick but like he's asking questions they're like is it true that you drink a lot and he's just like i don't know do you it's like uh, it's it's funny but it's also like like uh, he's just memeing up on the stands out there like i don't know your mom is like he's basically his his take to this entire case to be fair he has taken an absolute W with this, because when this started, oh. 
everybody thought he was like an absolute bastard. The biggest thing, the biggest thing is the cross exam yesterday, where she basically, they were talking about this, alright? They're talking about the pledge. They were like, okay, so you got all of this money a year and a half before you went to trial with Johnny Depp. She's like, yes, but I had to spend all this money on the trial. And they're like, well, you got paid before you wrote this article. And then they were like, like she, they were like, okay, so you gave a total of six hundred thousand to both the charities out of a seven million dollar pledge, and Mr. Depp donated another two hundred thousand. Elon Musk donated a million, and uh, you, you haven't donated the rest of it. And she's like, yes, I pledged it. And they're like, no. She was hoping it would go away. <laughs> she was not expecting like the suing at all. Nope. You know, so fuck him for losing seven hundred and fifty million dollars and still yep. being rich. Yeah. You know what my initial take on this whole thing was, and why I haven't like super closely followed it. Basically, what? I was just chilling out, hanging out, and everybody was going crazy about this case. And I open my phone, and I see like pictures of someone shitting on a bed, and then I see pictures of Johnny Depp like drunk in a corner drooling. And then they're both they're both pointing like, look, he was drunk this one time. Oh, she was drunk too. Oh yeah, well he was drunk and he threw a bottle at a wall one time. It's like, why are you people just sending everybody their fucking drunk pictures and being like, look, he's a weirdo. It's like, I know she shit herself one time. Like, one time he got so drunk that he fucking ate a taquito from Taco Bell and got food poisoned. Like, it's like, go home, go home. <laughs> Nobody needs to fucking see all this. Like, but I mean, he well he basically has won so. At this point, it's kind of like, at this point, it's kind of like worth it. Yeah, I, I mean, a big thing with the fucking, like, dude, the picture's drunk. She took, like, 50 pictures of him while he was just sleeping, like, in his bed or sleeping in a chair. Yeah, all of the photos of him are just really lethargic, but then the tales of, like, the assaults are, like, he's just, he's across the room. <laughs> and then he like, grabbed a bottle and then grabbed my neck with his bloody finger. No, <laughs> it's so like, what? I don't want to be edgy and say I never believed her, but I remember the first, like, newspaper article that came out, and it was a photo of the tiniest bruise on her face, and it was like, Johnny Depp throws phone at fucking girlfriend. Now, straight there, I looked at that. I've, I've had a phone thrown at me. That is not how small that bruise is. Like, if you, if you get clocked in the face with the corner of a phone, like, even back then, this would be like, I don't know, like an iPhone 7 or something. They were still pretty chunky. They would like, break your fucking cheek. They would break your cheek. Like, well, that's a good amount of swelling. You heard it here first, everybody. Prepare for the next court case. Lilo and whoever threw the phone at him. Uh, <laughs> it was gonna be... It was totally justified. Alright, well maybe he's the Amber Heard in the case then, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Have you shot on any beds recently? Uh, no. You had to think about that though. Uh, it's been a couple of years. Okay, fair. I mean, it's, it's happened to everybody. It, it hasn't, but I'm just gonna say that. Anyway, uh, I guess next thing maybe we can go on, unless you guys want to keep talking about this, is. Uh, well, I know. I mean, I just have a bunch of random topics that I'm a nerd, so it's mostly nerdy shit. I have been going through all the Harry Potter films recently, and I know PJ is a pretty large Harry Potter oh, yeah. fan. And I specifically yeah, that one. 
Just the game. The game and Chamber Secrets. I, I played the shit out of that game. Oh, that was a fucking good game. Was that the I one? Can speed run it in like three hours. Was it? Was that the one? Was that the one in Hogwarts where it's like you can run all through the whole thing? Get and... the beans. Get yes, the beans, man. that Get is the a fun. Beans and the trading cards. That is actually a banger game that I tell everybody to play. No joke. So, what, what have you noticed, like, or what's cropped up in in the since you've been reviewing these books? I may have some hot takes that people who are Harry Potter fans do not enjoy. First of all. The first two films are two of my favorite in the series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you guys, that's not a hot take right there. That's a, that's just a fair fact. No, I mean, they're all good. I don't know. See, I just felt like the first two are so much happier. And I was like, why do I watch, oh. want to watch something depressing as I go on? And no joke, I swear, as I've been watching these Harry Potter films, real life has just gotten more ominous as it goes along along with the films and i'm like what is happening here like as the films go on you know like more people are getting murdered in the past couple days that i've been like watching them the largest storms like you've ever seen have been breaking out and the lightning is coming down and tornado warnings and then i turn the next movie on that's even darker and the bigger storm happens and more tornado warning trees are falling over and i'm like oh no am i am i the main character that's the real point of all this. Am I the main character? You know, uh, you know, the directors, <laughs> the directors changed. So, like, the first four movies, I think, were different directors. And then the last four movies, or five movies, was the same director. And every director, that's why the first two. Alright, so the first two were the same director. The next one was a different, the next one was a different. So, the, like, if you look at all the movies, like, the first, the first, like, like, Four and the fifth it goes are downhill from when Cedric gets clapped. <laughs> My boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like usually the endings of films are like quite happy and stuff, but it's just it's just a father died like crying over his dead son. <laughs> and then it's just like, well, guess we've got to go home for the summer. Well, like, yeah. I especially think it's I especially think it's funny that he wasn't in any of the earlier films. Every other character was in the earlier ones, but he's just there for like five minutes and then dies. You know, and they're like, no. Clear, right? That made Robert Pattinson. I, I mean, he, he was good. He was good. That made him like popular. That in Twilight. That's how he got popular. Okay, we're gonna have to tangent off later. Later, not now, but tangent off later into a moving on to other Robert Pattinson roles because that's I think is an interesting topic. Nah, we don't we don't have to go into that. Robert Pattinson's kind of a the Batman. Okay, Batman. okay, I thought that was good. Anyway, he we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. I mean, they're wearing like spandex, like skin tight, like underwear suits. I, I mean, I I totally get what you mean about how it like gets darker because like also like the the Deathly Hallows Part One like uh, this is like slightly illegal. Watched it for free and it was like a terrible like cam copy and it yeah. was so like dark. Like, the only memories I have of that film is it just being awful. Not like, <laughs> like a sense of quality, but just like dark and... Oh. It literally, everybody's just screaming at each other and people are like leaving, yeah. The drowning scene, like, oh, yeah. and, like randomly jealous and stuff. The second one, like, picks up a bit, but... Yeah, like, Deathly Hallows Part 1 is probably like, the, I'd say the grossest film, like... Because there's all these weird bits, like, um, I think it's the one just before it, or is it this one where they have the scene with the Inferni, where... No, um, that's a, that's a, that's the, the sixth one. one. 
Oh, okay. But this one, like, there's like weird stuff where they're like, like they don't know what clothes. They're in like yeah. dark places. The first part of it's a wedding, and then it immediately turns into a mass murder. Oh yeah, some guy comes <laughs> and just goes, "Ah, oh, we're all dead. You're gonna die too." Yeah, and then See, everybody starts dipping, and people literally just start getting killed. See, I haven't in my rewatching. I'm only on the sixth movie right now, so I'm I'm gonna get to the rewatching of the last two here to go. This has made me uh, less excited for, for seven part one, but yeah, they're good. Well, here's my second hot take. Upon rewatching the Prisoner of Azkaban. I think it might be one of the worst in the entire series. I'm gonna disagree. I think most people disagree. Most people disagree, but I have my it's reasonings. It's because you're wrong. No, it's it's because you're it's wrong. It's a good movie. My main yeah. gripe with it yeah. is most of the other movies have like big climactic ending like scenes. The Prisoner of Azkaban, they save uh that hippogriff and then Order they kind of, the of just hang sucks out cock. okay but think about like number one that was that was the guy there's like the him like fighting the teacher at the end with the face on the back number two he's fighting a giant basilisk i think number three is prisoner of azkaban so they just kind of saved the hippogriff number four uh they have the dementors in number three remember well, they're, they're dementors in like half the movies though come on yeah <laughs> Nothing happens. Like once he gets the map, nothing happens in the film for like 20, 25 minutes. All right, all right. I'll and then he's like, that. "Oh, it's Peter Pettigrew." And then yeah, he says it to the fucking uh, the werewolf guy. And he's like, "Oh, did you really see that?" And he's like, "Yeah." It's like you're a like, liar. Yeah, the the map can't lie. I I don't. Like, well, obviously he's still alive. Then maybe we should investigate this. Maybe we should bring the other teachers in. Like, this seems pretty important. Maybe even bring Dumbledore. You notice how he's absent, like, most of the film. And then he turns yeah. up at the end, and he's like, oh, Good job, Harry. 50 points for love. <laughs> like I do not dislike the movie. I think it is a good movie. I think it's just strange that it did not have, like, a big climactic ending. Because, I mean, we can continue. We can continue on. Let's look at four. The Goblet of Fire part. Let's look at five. Refresh me on what five was again. Five didn't have a I swear I just watched it. Something happened. It was literally like, like it's Dolores got, yeah, Del Oh yeah, the battle, the battle at the end, Sirius Black dies. Remember the whole battle at the end where they're fighting? And Voldemort, Voldemort shows up in the Ministry of Magic and they're like, he's back. There was a, I'm telling you, there's a climactic scene in most of these movies. It's just, I, I, I have a feeling part one of seven does not have a climactic scene. It it has a climactic scene in the middle of it, but not at the end. Because it's a part one, though, so I mean, what can yeah. you really expect, though? That annoys me so much, though. So, you know, like, uh, in, like, movie strokes, you have, like, a guffin, which is, like, just a random, like, so, for instance... A MacGuffin. A MacGuffin, that's it. So, like, in the Star Wars, for instance, the recent one, they found a knife that just so happens to line up on, like, where they're standing on the beach and shit. Yeah. That gate, she was just like, I need to add some emotional trauma, but it can't be he just gets clapped by a Vada Kedavra. Like, yeah. he, has, he has to fall in to some mysterious gate that just never gets explained. Yeah. 
Well, they know they they don't explain it in the in the fucking movies, but they explain it in the books. It's called like the Gate of Souls or some shit. Yeah, no, they add some flavor to it. But what I mean is, its only purpose in the film is it is kind of just randomly there. Like, why is that there? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't explain it at all. Why is there a weird death gate just standing around like sitting there? In the book, there's like one of the rooms that. So like in the book, like the the, the Ministry of Magic bit takes like twice as long, maybe three times as long as what's mm -hmm. in the film. Like it's probably one of the like it's probably like the last quarter of the book or something. It's a yeah. pretty cool set like set of scenes though to be fair. Yeah. And jump through all these different rooms like there's a room that's just filled with brains and jars and stuff. is that the memories room in the movie you remember because no, that was a separate room yeah oh, so they just removed a bunch and the, they just removed a bunch yeah. of movies and it gave context because you saw all of this weird shit then you saw the weird soul gate but then in the film it's just you see a lot of prophecies and they're like the poof we're comes. there and now he's dead. Well, they like they're like running, and the whole fucking room starts collapsing. Which I mean, I don't want to know the I don't want to know the, the like consequences of that entire room collapsing. Are but they get out, they jump through a door, and they fall like nine hundred feet, and randomly like it stops right before hitting the ground, and then land. Yeah, it's that's like, a spell. Oh, is it like in the room, or did they do it? They they did it. Oh. They all did, that's like a spell that they do. They do it in. Uh, oh, it's probably Quidditch. Quidditch, probably too. Well, well no, 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 no. They have a spell that literally stops you an inch before the floor, and then you drop after that. Oh, that's that's from the second film when he like breaks his arm. Well, I actually think that. Well, maybe Yeto saying the Quidditch when he's like falling and fall the more it goes oh, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I might have been the third. It might have been the third. Honestly. I think it was it was the third, it was the third. Yeah. Also, all those fuckers on brooms, not one jacket. <laughs> That's your biggest gripe of the series, like, where are the fucking jackets? Where are the jackets? <laughs> like, because they're not allowed to use outside of school. But this fucker, the, even when it's like snowing, he's got like a hat on and like just a regular jacket. Like... Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, here's, this leads into a, a, a thing, and not a gripe, but a thing I've noticed, and I've told this to people before, recently, because I was talking to random Harry Potter nerds, um, and, well, basically, I, well, I read my, for some reason I was at my friend's house, and his girlfriend called him, and she's apparently super into Harry Potter, so I just happened to go on a rant about it, and I ended up reading them both fucking chapters from Harry Potter for some reason, but anyway, on to the next story, uh, my thing that I had was they seem to just have no regard for human life in, uh, the Harry Potter world, or in, like, oh, no, the wizarding world. They, they just let children, like, beat the crap out of each other, fucking fall, like, eight stories, and they're just like, <gasps> well, uh, continue on with the day, students. Let's go, uh, five points to Gryffindor. Like the fucking <laughs> Goblet like, of Fire, where... So you know the Goblet of Fire, that fucking goblet went away for like 200 years because people constantly die, then like a, bu like a bunch of people died in like 1720 or something like that, and they were like, alright, this is the end of it. And then they reset it, they were like, oh, we'll just start it again. But they also have a freaking age limit, and Harry just gets entered and they're like, shrug? Eh? Okay. <laughs> Go for it, I guess. It's like, what? what? What does the age limit have to mean anything then? If you're just gonna let him do it, and everybody gets angry at him, it's like. We, we 
you cut off for a second. We didn't get any of that. You cut off. Oh, I can probably move my mic in. It's probably my fucking mic. It's ages away. It's like far away from me. But anyway, I moved it closer. But I was saying it's like the goblet of fire where there's an age limit to uh, like enter. And Harry just gets entered and they just kind of go like, eh, it's fine. What is the goblet? Like, and why is it at Hogwarts? And where is that giant maze? Where did that come from? I mean, I, I figured it was some like they like conjured it out of nothing. There's so many. I need stuff like works with because uh, Hag there's like a whole bit of the book where like Hagrid sources all of these crazy animals yeah like the sphinx and all that shit mm -hmm. the sphinx I'm really sad that was left out yeah yeah I mean uh, it's definitely an interesting thing you just kind of notice it throughout the movies where you're we were just like, wow. They, I mean, like people were just getting murdered left and right in the in the halls, like like children, little children are getting murdered, and they're just like, well, uh, students, uh, you're oh, yeah, he, he died. <laughs> oh, okay. just continue on, I guess. <laughs> the Order of the Phoenix, when they're just like using the Crucio curse and shit, and yeah. they're just like, oh yeah, these are the one of the three spells that will automatically yeah. flag up if anyone uses them. And they're just flinging them around. No. Fucking Mad Eye Moody was the fucking. He wasn't Mad Eye Moody. He's a crazy dude. Fucking Barty Crouch Jr. They. He's actually a good teacher. Really good teacher. I think this is actually a nitpick versus uh, Harry Potter. As they go on, the spells become less meaningful. Like, at, at the beginning, they're, like, learning simple spells, and they're like, oh, okay, you need to use this, and there's, like, a very specific counter to this and that. Yeah. And as time goes on, they're just, like, Avada Kedavra, like, machine gun. Yeah, they're just like, alright, this'll delete something, you can use this for a million things. Yeah, yeah. So, I can't remember which book it was, it was one of the early ones, it was between one and four. There was a section where it said, like, only the most powerful wizards uh, can, or like, people that are really, really strong can cast magic without speaking. In, yeah. in the book, they're, using, they're speaking the entire time, and like, Merlin is, and, uh, I was about to say Gandalf, Merlin and fucking Dumbledore, they were, they were like, they're really strong, they can cast spells without speaking. Then as the films went on and they were, became, like, more story-based, they they couldn't they were like having full conversations while flinging spells at each other like dumbledore is also like he's fucking op as hell like like the freak the, elder one. the most powerful like ministry of Matt. oh okay so did they pull that from his grave is that because i'm remember, trying to remember like ages ago when i saw it in the theater yeah okay they must pull it from the grave because remember yeah, the scene when the like the mean lady from the Ministry of Magic comes in and is like, "You're being removed from, uh, you're being arrested or something like that," and he just fucking claps his hand and turns into fire and disappears, and it's like, "What the hell? Like, what the fuck?" Right, even in the book, right? That literal thing. That's a special ability of phoenixes. Yeah. Because in the book, like where the phoenix flew up to him and he clapped, it's their special ability. Yeah. Completely waved away, but. With the ones and the spells, like you say, becoming less meaningful. In the last film, Molly 
is having a conversation with um, Bellatrix while they're dueling. So they're mm-hmm. literally throwing spells at each other, not even saying what spell it is. Yeah. Mm. And then Bellatrix just dies. And then mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, glad that's over. Like, what spell did you just use, you crazy bitch? Did you just Nevada Cadaver someone? Like, yeah. No, didn't use Nevada Cadaver. He used mm-hmm. the one that disintegrates. It was like, uh... I like, there's so many ways to just kill somebody randomly, apparently. Yeah, they were like, oh, every time you Nevada Cadaver, it kills part of your soul. Why? Why? Oh, really? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah like, it's, uh, it's your soul. Well, maybe you should fucking mention that in the goddamn movies. What the hell? That seems pretty important. Is it? Wait, so is a soul. So is a. A soul is a real thing, then. Like, what? Yeah, because that's what a Horcrux is. Yeah. A soul. Horcrux is fucking just your soul ripped in pieces. That, his. In the, first, in the back of the dude's head, right? The lore on that is that he was in a tree, and then this professor- A tree? Yeah, he was just walking around in like the black forest in like Hungary or whatever. Yeah. And then he just latched onto the back of his head. Because apparently he never used to be nervous. He was just like a regular dude. And then he went on a trip and came back and was like, It reminded me of a bit of like Harry Potter memorabilia I own. So, when the second film came out, I was like really young. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I really liked Gildroy Lockhart. So I wrote him a letter, and I was like, Hi, I wear big boy pants now. And shit like that. Wait, he wrote the actor. The actor. Yes. Oh, okay. And he sent me a signed copy of the Chamber of Secrets, which I still own. That is actually awesome. But I... He said like, lots of love that is awesome but i have to question why of all the people in harry potter you would write gilderoy lockhart yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of all of them you must have been very young when you watched that No, he he jumps in when somebody else solves the problem and is like, "Aha! I did it!" <laughs> it's like, "No, what are you?" Dude, you bought into the hype. You bought the hype. About fucking Gilderoy was literally like he sucked at all spells, but he was re- the only spells you were good like was good at was charm spells, and he would just fucking wipe people's memories and steal their achievements. Yeah. A day- Wow, that sounds very sinister. What the hell? Yeah, he was a fucking piece of shit. Every one of oh his books is literally him just like going along with people and then like just being like, all right, you can't remember anything. I'm going to make it so you remember I did. See, this is very different from the movie. In the movies, he just made out to be like a bumbling idiot. Yeah, in the movies, they mention it a little bit. That's why at the end of the film, he tries to curse them. And it bounces back. Because yeah, with Ron's Ron. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, okay, yeah, because they were forcing him to go down into the... Uh, he... I think there's even more to that in the books, too, about it. What the fuck? This makes you really just sit there and wonder, why don't they ever fucking tell me about any, anybody about any of this? What are they doing? There's, like, there's a section in the book where Harry goes to like the fucking sanitarium for like wizards. And Gildroy Lockhart's in there, and so is... He returns? When is this? No, oh, I can't 
can't remember what book it was. He comes back in a later one? Wow. Oh, well, He's a patient in the sanitarium. Oh. He wiped his own memory. Yeah, he doesn't know who he is. Why would he do that? That's where you get Neville's backstory about his parents, like, being Crucio-cursed, like, to, yep. to, like, madness. Um, oh, I thought they were dead. All he can no, remember, all they're just crazy. Can remember is that he's famous. So, yep. like, there's a bit of dialogue between him and Harry. When Harry, like, does something, he goes, I came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that's just so different from the movies. I thought the movies were like pretty accurate, but it, it sounds like no. it sounds like it sounds like they are, but they're just missing a lot. Yeah. They, I would, like what is there like, is accurate, but there's so much missing. I mean, I would say the fifth movie sucks cock and it's not accurate at all, and the sixth movie sucks cock and well, I love the sixth movie, but the accuracy is so. The book is so much better for the sixth movie, especially the, with the Inferni and all that shit. They explain everything, and it's so much cooler. Like, so much. When you read the books, to like, when you read the book for the sixth movie, it is like, it's like, I don't know. I remember watching that movie in the theaters, and I remember being so disappointed. Because, like, we read it. Like, my, my dad fucking read it to me and my sister, and we both read it, like, besides that. And... We watched a movie, and it was like, wow, that movie fucking sucked. And I liked that movie, but it was just so disappointing. It was so disappointing. There was so much missing. See, like, the, the sixth and seventh book, the reason they're so long as well, is because that's when she actually finally started making money. Because I yep. think it was like the fourth or the fifth book came out, and then the film came out, the first one. Yep. So the sixth and seventh book, she could afford like real high quality cocaine. <laughs> they're like they're like written by a different author like she goes into like death. yeah they're really good like the whole inferni the backstory about how you have to like torture someone in this very specific way until the soul leaves their husk of a body behind it's like, yeah it's completely different so your theory is that drugs fueled the best moments in harry potter yes and also, like, look at Stephen King. Okay, no. His best books were him fueled by fucking coke and not remembering writing. I think you might be on to something here because I do think throughout history, not to get off of Harry Potter, I mean, we could talk about this in a little bit. I don't want to, like, skip scop through, like, I don't know, skip scop's not a term, but, like, skip, skip through, like, a million fucking, like, topics, you know what I mean? But... I think there really is a thing to that. Like you look at like the Beatles albums when they're like, you know, you know, you're doing a bunch of weird shit. You know, you get like, oh, yep, George R. R. Martin, the the book that came out after the series and he actually started making money. Like the second to last, well, the last book he's released, it yeah. is like one of the best ones, mm -hmm. literally because he can afford cocaine. Yeah. Uh, and then you know what I hear. Allegedly. I hear this is gonna get into like nerd topic, but the Elder Scrolls games apparently one of the writers for Morrowind was just like I can't remember fucking remember his name, but he he's like pretty big in the Elder Scrolls thing, and he doesn't work for the Bethesda anymore. But apparently he was just doing shit loads of drugs, and all the lore for the Elder Scrolls like in Morrowind just is fucking wacky. And, like, one of their three gods is, like, a transvestite who's, like, split personalities and, like, 
it, yeah, no, it just goes like all into this like weird and like spiritual stuff like Kim, which is like realizing you're not real, but accepting that you are real within the bounds of your like, and you realize like, oh my, but then everybody thinks that is like the best lore and you're like, huh, I guess, uh, I guess uh, it is <laughs> drugs do fuel some, uh, some of the best stuff. Alternate state of reality where you can't access them unless you're on drugs or crazy. I'm. Allegedly. Well, drugs are vague. That could be alcohol. That's a drug. You could be fucked up on. I'm not sure alcohol. Oh, you go. You go. You come up with a lot of ideas, but I mean, I was so high once that I fucking reinvented curtains. <laughs> As in, like, Genius. Had like a, what if we had a porthole in the side of the sky? Oh, maybe if we covered it, we want it to be covered. Like, yeah, you've just invented a window and curtains. They already exist. You high motherfucker. I'm not sure alcohol works the same. I think alcohol it definitely does. You think? Okay, you have to be really drunk then, because like. No, you don't even have to be that drunk. You because think? some of the best ideas are when you when you're mildly buzzed, and then you get to a certain point, and then the bad ideas come. The bad. There's actually, ideas. science behind like. Uh, I was listening to this dude talk about it. <laughs> if you get to like a mild buzz, you can actually write better and think of better ideas for with like a very mild buzz. But then you get to a certain point, and your productivity just goes really down, and your creativity goes down a lot. Okay, I don't do anything meaningful with my time, so I don't know about writing things, but I know playing video games, this is absolutely true. Anybody at home listening to this can test this. Get on a game like Call of Duty or like a sweaty ass game. Maybe not something that involves like heavy reading because you're going to get bored if you're drunk. But uh, get on like Rocket League, Call of Duty, something sweaty ass, and start drinking. Couple of drinks in, you're gonna notice for some reason you're way better than you usually yeah, are. Exactly. Then a couple of drinks later, you're gonna notice you're way worse exactly. than you were. It's like a weird like peak. Your inhibition. I think your thinking about things goes away. Just like a zen. You're just like, all right, you're in the zone. And then you keep drinking a couple, and then oh, never mind. You've gone too far, and now you're just like not paying attention, and you're an idiot. The majority of my good decisions have come while I've been drunk as shit. Exactly, exactly. And that's the real moral of the story here. What else about Harry Potter? Dementors are absolutely useless. Like, what the fuck? Like, those are the those are the worst prison guards ever. They literally just assault random people, random children for no reason. Voldemort's literally like, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna?" fuck kids up and they're like yeah i like souls well, like let's put this into context maybe there's more context in the book but in the movies i think possibly in prisoner of azkaban harry potter is literally or maybe harry potter's literally just fucking assaulted by a bunch of dementors and nearly killed yep. and then the, the explanation yep. the explanation is literally well your uncle is somewhere around here like what? Imagine if a fucking cop was looking for your uncle, and then just started beating up a ten-year-old and was like, "Oh, whoops, well, uh, your uncle." Also, because he was a Horcrux and Voldemort was in him, and they uh, they were searching for Voldemort. I mean, Sirius Black and everything else, but like he was a Horcrux, you know. So like, 
the minute they saw something that the ministry was going like was against they were just like oh this bitch is like this bitch is fucking Voldemort. we get a soul out of this puppy real quick i also like that they never really do anything about this because like harry's been attacked like many times by dementors and they're just kind of like five times in the same no no one fucking talks about it (laughs) like fucking dumbledore's like don't worry, Harry, I'm going to have a chat with them and they're going to back off. And then he just yeah. immediately gets clapped by him again. Also, <laughs> the fucking Azkaban sounds like... It's literally just like Guantanamo Bay. It's But it's it's worse because, like, random ass people... Like, they were going to send Dumbledore to Azkaban. Oh, it's, it's even Anyone worse than that, right? So, Azkaban was created by some dark wizard in, like, the 1600s. The same dude that created Dementors, right? Um... And his punishment when they caught him was that he got locked up in his own tower. It's like way worse than you think. It's and it it's like it's on a conduit of like all of these fucking evil magic like bullshits. So it's like a hub of just bad. And then it seems like they'd send people there for like the most minor of crimes. It seems like like that's the only prison they have. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Someone steals a candy bar, like Azkaban! The wizard, the wizard prison system is is. The the whole system of life in the wizard world is just really bad. <laughs> oh yeah, like the fucking Death Eaters. Like, what was their sentence? They were like, "Oh, you're gonna have your mind wiped and you're gonna turn into a vegetable." It's like, how is, <laughs> Jesus how is Christ! This like, just, just kill me! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna mi- wipe your mind, turn you a vegetable, then send you to Askman. <laughs> But on the other note, some things I feel like are toned down from real life. Like, I feel like if Voldemort was real... Now, okay, in the sixth movie, they are starting to show them actually do, like, terrorist attacks. But in real life, if Voldemort was real and these people were, like, like wizard Hitlers... Oh my god, like, so much worse stuff would happen. But, like, I'm watching the movies and they're like, Voldemort is back. And then the next movie, Voldemort is still back. And it's like, okay, well, did they? Are they gonna? Are they gonna do anything? Or are they they just gonna like? They don't do shit. They and, literally are just like, yeah, he's back. We can't do anything. And the Order of Phoenix is like, all right, Voldemort might be here. Or here, are you gonna do anything? No, we're just gonna think about it. So far, all I've seen is they blew up a fucking Diagon Alley. And then they f- blew up a bridge in what maybe yeah. is London? Is that London? I don't even know. Yep. Yep. But then you kind of think like, wait, so why are you focusing so hard on the wizards if your whole point is to kill all the humans? Or the muggles? Oh, enslave. That's their point? Yeah, they want to enslave them. Do you... That's how it used to be. Do you... How many wizards do you think there are like in comparison There's to humans? There's not that many. Yeah? I don't think there's many at all. I mean, if there's only like 32 pure blood wizarding families. Really? Like, there's that many? Man, that's not a lot. Yeah, but there's only like a couple that are actually. Weasleys are actually one of the pure blood uh, wizarding families. Hogwarts hmm. is the only school in the UK in the film, right? And you get maybe like 30 kids a class. Like, out of the whole country? Like, there's 60 there's odd million people in the UK. And like, France, one school. Fucking okay. Like Battenberg, or is that what it's called? No, that's that's a. Is that like Germany? Yeah, the one that um Victor Crumb's from. Oh yeah, they're just they're like Eastern European Slavic-looking school or something. You got three schools in Europe, 
and then you have like one or two schools in America. Yeah, only one, a liver money. Okay, what I let's let's hear here another another topic. They could have done so many more cool things with a new like Harry Potter trilogy, other than this fucking Fantastic Beast shit that they pulled. Yeah. Well, remember, she didn't have much input on that. The most uh, she had proper input on was that fucking play, which was apparently oh. terrible. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know how everyone memed it like, oh, what if you just like go back in time to when Voldemort's born and then you just kill him? That, that's literally the plot of yeah. the child, child of time, or whatever it's called. And wasn't there like weird shit like Harry Potter was a dick or something? I mean, they pulled a Luke Skywalker in the new Star Wars. They're like, Nagini Luke Skywalker. With Voldemort. What? That snake? Yeah, yeah the snake right. had a baby with Voldemort somehow. Yeah, he fucked Nagini, her as a snake. No, Nagini. What? Um, a person? Yeah, she's a person. Oh, that's weird. Why she? She's a blood curse. Is she the one in the zoo? Yes, that's what yeah. I was going to say. In the first Monsters film, she, that's Nagini. Mm. Yeah. The only reason her and Voldemort had such a great connection is because she was another person, and it was an intelligent snake. Because in the books, he's like chatting with her just constantly. Like in um, fucking Password Talk. So can she not change back to a person? No, that's the blood curse. Um. Yeah, the blood curse is like you can switch... Yeah. You can keep switching back and forth, and then one day you're not going to be able to switch back. You just yeah. can't control. Why the fuck would you do we switch back and forth then? What is the purpose of being a snake? So, like, it's, it's, <laughs> imagine you're oh, you just auto switch. Yeah. Uh, so, so imagine like a werewolf. They can't control it, and yeah. they change under the moonlight. Imagine just one of those times they just don't turn back. That is a much worse version of a werewolf. A fucking yeah. snake. She had like a curse put on her family. Like it's. It's got some connection. Only the to, females too. Yeah, it's got some connection to like Native American. Or and it's not just snakes too. It's just different what? animals. They'll turn into different animals, uh, like fucking a moose or whatever. A moose, a were moose. Yeah. I met. You know what though? You were saying that the Weasleys are the only pureblood family. Technically, they're, the they're well. Part of it is not anymore with uh, Hermione and Ron. Yes, but but uh, what's it called? The Weasleys. I mean, overall, overall, yes and I guess, no, yeah. because uh, like the Weasleys, none of them are pure blood. There's no actual pure blood wizarding families. Uh, they all have like half. I mean, Voldemort's like, he's a half blood. They're all half bloods. Like everyone's a fucking half blood. And what the hell are they so worked up about? Because they're fucking. They're just racist, dude. <laughs> They also did not like black people. I'll tell you that much. You see any black people who are in that is a good point. But to be fair, England has a lot less black people from what I've seen, or at least parts of it, than like America. Like we don't have comical names. Like the only Indians in the book are called like the Punjabi. That's true. There are a lot of there are a lot of Indians in England. I'll give you that. And then the only Southeast Asian is called Cho Chang. Yeah. All right. To be fair, I feel like these names are actually sort of realistic. The only Irish kid, the only Irish kid is called Seamus. <laughs> That's one thing I actually thought was really funny about watching the Harry Potter movies, is how it literally is just like an exaggerated version of. Okay, maybe 
not all parts, not like a racist, xenophobe. I mean, maybe some people would think this is true, but, but like some parts of it are literally just exaggerated, like, like England or like the UK. So like I'm watching the sixth movie and cause over here in America, you know, you gotta be 21 to drink. And I realized halfway through the movie, they're just like, hey, you guys want to go grab a butterbeer? And they all just go to the pub, and they're just hanging out at, like, 16, like, chilling, drinking beers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that is, like, a thing over there. And then, like, the Quidditch games just remind me so much of soccer games. Like, the commentators, they're like, oh, my God. They're just, like, going crazy, like, yelling, like, well, fucking. Nothing's happening. Well, okay, debatable, debatable. <laughs> like a high-speed chase and there's like oh he's chasing the snitch but if you're watching it you've just seen a little dot just move yeah, oh yeah you're just seeing the dude that's the dumbest sport literally also how the fuck do the people in quidditch not get brutally like beaten up because those fucking like bludgers do not look soft oh, they look like they're made out of like wood they do they can, they can just treat concussions and shit they can get, like, yeah they just fucking whoop. just whoop back up <laughs> people who die from spells yeah there isn't a single person dying of old age that's fair accidents like when was the last time you heard of someone breaking a leg just done that because they just fix it right yeah they just give it fucking bone juice here's a here's a question do normal people know about wizards because they kind of make it out that they don't but a lot of people seem like they kind of know about fucking wizards the government does yeah order of the phoenix the illuminati knows <laughs> no, the ministry of magic guy meets with the new prime minister that's so weird it's just like not talked about it's just like yeah they're just fucking wizards i'd be like what the fuck why can't i be a wizard it's because there was a, so in the law, like, there was a truce, right? And they don't go into explaining, like, because surely you'd think the wizard would win. But for some reason... Maybe, though. I don't know. Guns are pretty, pretty scary. But this is, like, well, like, hundreds of years ago. Fair, fair. A hundred years. Musket, year. though? I don't know. Yeah. A musket versus a that homes in. It's a homing missile. Like, you just point... It homes? It's OP. It needs to be nerfed. But, um, yeah, there's some weird truce. So the minute whoever is the Ministry of Magic, every time there's an election and a new Prime Minister comes in, they introduce themselves and they're like, hey, magic's real, blah blah blah, like, you can't tell anyone, uh, this is where we're active, so like, keep people away from there, like, shit like that. Because like, um, fucking Hogwarts has like, spells around it, so if people wander too close, they like, oh, I forgot my keys, so yep. they just like, go home, right? But also, they're like, oh, can you say this is a national park and people can't come in there and shit? So, there's like a weird truce that's going on. I could have a million questions about Harry Potter. That's just how my brain works. I just watch things and I'm like, well, what about this? But I'll, I'll leave it to one more and then maybe either I can ask you guys if you have anything you want to talk about or I have like a list of more things. But, uh, wait, fuck. What was the last thing I wanted to ask? What was the last thing I wanted to ask? Shit. Oh no! Did I just forget mid-conversation? Um. It's Alzheimer's. It's, <laughs> it's no. This is the this is the beauty of drinking that we've discussed. The powers it gives you of beautiful enlightenment. I'm gonna be honest though. I have like smoked before, and I've been like. I need to hone my powers of being like enlightened after smoking because I hear people write like amazing albums after like smoking and doing drugs and things like that and I do it and I'm just sitting there like 
hmm, well, I know how to play the guitar, and I pick it up, and I'm like, um, and I just start, like, putting random-ass notes on there, and I'm like, is this great? And at the moment, I think, like, this is great, but then I think about it, like, when I'm sober, and I'm like, I don't know, was was that actually that, that fucking special, or was I just fucking imagining that it was? I don't know. Maybe spreadsheets you made spreadsheets <laughs> what are these spreadsheets about all right when you've been smoking all right well we're just different breeds here but you know one thing I am satisfied, I am satisfied, Lilo, that you know a lot about Harry Potter, because that made that much simpler. Because imagine if you knew, like, fucking nothing about Harry Potter. Seems like you guys know more than me, much more than me about Harry Potter. This, this made this much simpler, uh, uh, talking about Harry Potter. Peter, do you have anything else you, you specifically wanted to, uh, to cover? Because I feel like I've been throwing all the topics here, but... Uh, no. Keep, keep going on the list keep going on the list what's well, mostly nerd shit you know what other fucking series i just watched the lord of the rings oh yeah oh i never seen the, all the movies before and i never seen the did you watch the extended yes because i heard they're much better and i'd never seen this before they were so good they were so good they're so much better than the regular ones and i think honestly the regular ones they shouldn't be allowed okay no <laughs> I was watching the regular one, and I was like, I actually think I was with a random girl from, like, Tinder or something, and I went back to their house, and I just made her watch The Lord of the Rings, because <laughs> <laughs> that's who I am, I guess. But basically, we were watching it. Actually, but you, you, you go, you go. No, um, I was just going to say, it's funny you mentioned, like, it's nerdy shit. Just with PJ, I have watched the extended editions. Probably about four or five times. They are yeah, so good. They are so good. Just watched them after doing some edibles last weekend. Okay, well this is working out perfectly. I don't know. I don't know if she cared that much, but I was into it. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, I was watching the regular versions, and I was thinking the whole time like. This is the Lord of the Rings? Like, this seems like it's literally just action scenes. Like, back to back to back to back. It's like, this doesn't seem like what I've heard about. Because I watch, like, random-ass nerd lore videos of, like, everything on YouTube. And I've seen, like, a million Lord of the Rings lore videos. And it's, like, so in-depth and people having conversations. And then I watch the regular movie and I'm like, this is literally just one action scene after another. Then people told me the extended ones are so much better, and I watched them, and turns out they literally just, like, put all the fucking talking scenes back in the movie, and suddenly it's a movie, and it's like, oh, fuck, like, <laughs> this is actually really good, what the hell? Yeah, I know. Book? I've read the book many times, and the book is good, but it's so fucking boring, they just walk, like, the entire book. Like, they just walk the fucking entire book literally just like 
Walking around. All right, Tom Bombadil. We're gonna stay here. For Tom Bombadil. He's a guy that's in my nerd lore videos that is not in the movies. And he shouldn't be in the movies. He's horrible. He is a weird character that is like he's like representative of the weirdness of the like Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings books that is not in the movies. Like apparently the Hobbit. Don't really read much. Yes, you can nail me on that. Maybe I should read more, but I don't really read like at all. Pages. But the Hobbit apparently there's a lot of singing uh in the hobbit yeah, and like songs none of that in the movies really yeah. and then uh tom bombadil is kind of like in that vein he's kind of like weird he's like weird and like sing-songy and says weird shit but he's like super powerful and i've seen like so many like random ass lore videos on him for some unknown reason the the the, the amazing thing is you say about how like oh it's actually got like action or it's, it's got dialogue and stuff even in the extended edition, the time from when Gandalf leaves, when he, when Bilbo leaves the ring, to Frodo going on the journey, God, seventeen so years. Yeah. But in the movie, he was like fifty-five even, when he showed up. In in the movie, right? Even with the extended edition, it's like three minutes. Wait, yeah. what? He just, he just yeah. goes to Minas Tirith, researches some stuff, comes back. Wait, 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 wait. And he looked exactly the same. Wait, so we're talking about Bilbo doing what? When he left, right, he left... He left the Frodo. Shire of Frodo. Oh, so the whole whole books is 17 years? No, no, so, so when Bilbo leaves and he gives the ring to Frodo... Okay. And Gandalf's like, keep it safe, keep it safe. Um, and then he comes back and then they start their journey... That's 17 years. He's just chilling in the Shire. He's got the ring just on his mantelpiece in this envelope. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the fucking, in the film, it's three minutes. And he comes back and he's like, do you have the letter? And he just gives it to him like as if it's just on the side. It's been seven <laughs> years. That shit's been filed. Oh my god. Like, that. that's actually kind of shocking. That's like a weird, a weird thing. One weird thing I knew that's left out from the movies is apparently at the end of the books, Sauron is. I'm uh, not Sauron, fucking Saruman is not dead, and he goes to the Shire with a bunch of like random whoever the fuck's there, and there's like the scouring of the Shire, and it's like burned down and taken over by people, and yeah. they have to like help. That's not in the movies at all. They just go back to the Shire, and they're just like he happy. Dies. So in the extended edition, he actually dies, and he does die in the books, but he does that before uh, before he dies, because, so he's actually an immortal being, you know, he actually lives forever. He's like an angel, like, yeah. Yeah, but because of, like, he was, you know, with Sauron, his soul just, like, never found its way back to a body. That is, um, that's another fucking topic there, like, it must fucking suck to not be an elf. Yeah. yeah, like, what the hell? Like, everybody, the elves just get to go back to, like, heaven and live forever, but everybody else just fucked. In in the book, The Silmarillion, which is what the very first book, it's what it's all based on. Yeah. There's, like, 11 books. Yeah. <clears throat> the elves are, like, the spawn of the world. They, like, they came into the being with the world, but, like, the humans, they just turned up on a ship one day. What do you what do you mean to Middle Earth or to to Middle Earth? They just like the whole of creation, like thousands and thousands of years, 
Oh, and then the uh, the elves start like just popping up out of the ground. La la la. And then the humans just show up on a yeah, ship. Yeah, they made him. See, they, this... Uh, Aluvatar, whatever, the fucking mm -hmm. Eru Aluvatar. He made them, and then they were supposed to live forever. And then he really... They pissed him the fuck off, and he was just like, yeah, you guys aren't living that long. See, this lore is what, like, I think built... He went with fucking Melkor. But, but their souls... So, elven souls, they go to, like, back to the world, yep. but the human souls just disappear, yeah. and and gods, like, not told anyone where they go. So, yep. they don't know if it just disappears. It's, it's ominous. Well, no, it's like, he's like, it's like God in, like, real life, or, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's super but, Christian when you look at it. Yeah, basically, this guy took a shitload of LSD and... Read the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally the origin of the Lord of the Rings. Gandalf but, as Jesus and all that shit. But basically, like, God was like, oh, you guys have free will now, and everyone got pissed, and that's part of the reason why, like, Dauron and the, the dude before him were, like, pissed, because they were like, fuck you, God, like, I should run creation. But he created these humans and then gave them the ability to die. Because that's the thing, nothing dies apart yeah. from humans. Yeah, not a well, what about like dwarves and uh, hobbits? Well, dwarves are created way after. Yeah, dwarves are created from the earth. Dwarves live a long time. I know that they live like they live hundreds of years. Mm. Like the elves popped out of the trees, and then like the dwarves literally just popped out of the mountain. Yeah. Do Do you know what the whole universe is, Warren? Like what, it's like songs. They like sing yeah. songs it's a song. and like. It's universe and Lord of the Rings is a song. This is what I'm saying though. That I think knowing all the extra lore adds so much to it because the movies. I mean, it's the same as Harry Potter, and that's another thing I was gonna talk. About. I'll talk about it in a minute, but it's the same as uh, Harry Potter in that like they leave so much out. Like like one thing that I noticed that I left out that was in all these lore videos is that uh the I think it's Glenn. Galandriel is she the like the scary yeah. lady in the forest yeah, yeah. one? Her and then the dude in the uh, the other elven city, Elrond. Elrond. They're wearing rings of power, and yeah. that is what is that is what's like keeping their like beautiful elven cities alive. And after the ring gets destroyed, the ring loses power. And everything slowly dies and becomes like horribly ugly. Yeah, and they had to leave. Yeah, and that's something they don't really touch on in the movies. They don't really explain why the elves have to leave. They just kind of say like, eh. So you, I, I don't know if you ever played the Shadow of Mordor games. A little bit, a little bit. Um, they were essentially signed off by like Tolkien's grandkid, so technically they're like partially canon. Um, and each race actually made their own rings um like sauron taught them how to make them because there's a guy that that gets super pissed in the shadow of mordor he's the guy that created the elven rings um basically he tricked them just like how he put his soul into his ring he basically did the same with the elves because if you took away their rings they'd just be fucked yep. um and it's the same with the humans and the reason it went there the ring wraiths and shit is because that part of their soul got put in the rings like real bad well and then uh it's something like well, i heard it was like they're screwed either way the elves because 
say they don't destroy the One Ring and Sauron uh, comes he'll back. Well, he'll like fucking mur murk everybody, and then say they yeah. do destroy the rings, everything they have is dead, and then it's just. Well, that's like, where they go to the Undying Lands. So, they they leave to go to the Undying Lands, which is basically heaven, where they can live forever, and there's nothing that can kill them. Um, it doesn't. Middle Earth, like there's danger there. The, the Undying Lands is where they came from, and there's like a great tree there. It's. It's like where they're made. They're all made from like the Grand Tree, and it's like, or no, they're made from Starlight, the elves, and it's like, uh, I don't know. One thing that's really weird about the Undying Lands, though, is when humans or hobbits go there, they die really quick. Yeah, I, cause I was thinking, I looked this up, and I was like, what happened to Frodo and uh, Bilbo? And then apparently, not in the movies as well. Sam eventually goes. Yep. Uh, Gimli, and I looked at what happened to them. Do they live forever? Nope. Everybody else does. They die. <laughs> and I'm like, they what? died really quick. And I'm like, died. I'm like, that's kind of fucking sad. What the fuck? I don't know. Plus, it's... I don't think they eat meat there, so that must have sucked. The ending is a little bit depressing, in my opinion, when you know yeah. that everybody is just gonna fucking die soon, and then every all yeah. the elves live, and it's like, hmm. Here's the thing, right? So what the Undying Lands actually does is it cut part of the heaven aspect. Is that it actually lets you exist in a peaceful state um, and for the elves that's becoming part of like the song and just being part of eternity yeah. but for like people like Frodo and stuff like that the ring bearers and technically Sam because he did bear it for a day um, their existence of peace is just not being alive <laughs> like, yep rip that, that's all it is yeah <laughs> Well, another thing I was going to say when we were talking about Harry Potter, I think Harry Potter, I mean, they say all fantasy heavily borrows from Lord of the Rings, but Harry Potter, I mean, if you even follow it, like, we were talking about how in the later movies, everybody just kind of gets, like, more irritated with each other and angry, and the whole group is fighting and shit like that. It's honestly the same as, like, Frodo and Sam. As they go along, they're getting angry, and they're fighting, and they're being torn apart and getting jealous, and, like, no... They're thinking the other person is like trying to screw them over, and it's like I don't know. It's, it seems kind of similar, especially considering the whole Horcrux part of his soul. The fucking part of him is in it. The fucking horror, the ring part of him is in it. <laughs> like it's like very very reminiscent. Not even just that. I've also thought that Star Wars plays. I mean, Star Wars plays a bit of a role in fucking Harry Potter because if you think about it. I feel like I was having a conversation with the guy who's supposed to be on here as well, Eric, about this. And it's like, the boy whose parents died um, gets, like, taken under by, like, powerful old, like, wizard man. <laughs> like, yeah. wizard man. And there's, like, one guy who, you know, like, is, like, this super evil guy and he has to, like, rise up and fight him down it's even like the red and the, the green like coming together at the end with harry potter and fucking voldemort slashing sabers there was more to that that i was thinking but i can't fully remember what my entire argument there's was literally, it's the classic like rise fall rise fall there's there's seven types of stories there's only seven types of stories and i actually think there's eight uh let me look it up there's I like I think the beginning is especially telling, though, with the parents dead, 
uh, uncle and aunt take you in and you're the cho- you're the chosen one cuz remember the prophecy in Star Wars it's like you know what i mean it's like it's it is remarkably similar like that start right off the bat there it's very similar but that is also like half of like the greek and roman pantheon yeah i mean all right all right so the seven stories are overcoming the monster rags to riches the quest voyage and return comedy tragedy rebirth um, but I argue there's one more, and that makes, and that means it's not comedy tragedy. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you yeah, mean? Exactly. I mean. What is an example of this? That, I don't know. I've watched movies that don't make any sense. Let me think of a movie that doesn't make any like sense. Indie films. There's some indie films that where it just doesn't you, make you, any sense. Back in the Robert Pattinson. You guys ever seen The Lighthouse? Yeah, that movie does. That is a fucking weird movie. We watched movie. like 30 minutes of it and we stopped because it was too weird for us. You guys want a weird thing? I watched that on one of my first dates with a random person off of a dating app as well. The Lighthouse. Yep. <laughs> the whole the whole thing. And the, I'm telling you, the ending? Oh my god. It, it gets... I don't know how much you saw, but it gets fucking... It gets so weird. Like, at one point... I think like Robert Pattinson just like randomly jerks off and the other guy starts like watching and like listening. Another point, Robert Pattinson goes up the lighthouse to see Willem Dafoe like butt naked standing there with like tentacles slithering around. Jesus uh, the ending? Well, Robert Pattinson has like weird dreams about like man-eating mermaids and the ending just shows like his corpse being eaten by like seagulls or something like that. It, it was a fucking See, weird movie. Go, it was White a House. weird movie. It's the eighth story type where it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the artsy story type. Like I feel like it's artsy to just do just random art. things that that's don't make the sense. story type. Just art. Yeah, <laughs> just like raw, raw emotions, I guess. I don't know. but It's just weird. But yeah, I mean, it's fair to say that the Lord of the Rings influenced Harry Potter. But to be fair, the Lord of the Rings was also based on some things before it and like medieval yeah. f- folklore and bullcrap and all that. And I mean, I mean, they definitely take from each other. It's definitely a different story, but... I mean, they take from each other very heavily. Were orcs a thing before Harry Potter, you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, not Harry Potter. I mean, on Lord of the Rings. I mean, before Lord of the Rings, sorry. Yeah, they were. They were? Hmm. Yeah. So, like, fucking, I think, Germanic. Yeah, they're Nordic. They had no... Elves and, elves and orcs are, are Nordic. Hmm. It's such a weird thing to come up with. Like, imagine an ancient person just being like, what if there's a guy with pointy ears? That's just it. That, that's, that's that's literally just. Oh, yeah. Wait, elves had horns. Yeah, I mean, one thing that's uh, oh, fuck, I lost what I was gonna say. Shit. I mean, oh, oh, I know what I was gonna say. You know, in Iceland, they still believe in the elves, and they have little houses and shit for them, and they've like gone around certain areas because they're all like superstitious of that shit, where they'll build a highway really really far around it because the elves like control everything i like that to be honest i feel like that's hopeful 
See, now we're gonna get into some weird shit, but as a non-religious person, I feel yeah. like looking at life can occasionally be a bit, a bit down. But if you incorporate like fun fantasy elements in it, it's kind of like, oh damn, you know, like it got their elves here. I don't know, it's just fun. It's like it gets like a little upbeat, upbeat streak, streak to life. I don't know. Something yeah. seems fun about that, or like. You know, like your Harry Potter shit and all that. I don't know. Well, let me see. I was going to say one last thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Well, we've been going for about an hour and 15 minutes now. Except I missed the, except I missed the first, like, seven minutes, but it's fine. <laughs> Look at the next. That was a good first seven minutes as well. I actually thought that was really good. It was too bad. The lost seven minutes. Um, but here's my last one. Here's a concept. This is not really a conversation. It's more of just me throwing a concept at you guys out there that I heard about the Elder Scrolls. And it's it's one I mentioned earlier when the guy, like, the, like you know, like Skyrim Elder Scrolls, the guy uh, who's doing, like, a shitload of drugs and who, like, wrote half this stuff. Yeah. There's one concept that I find very, like, it's just interesting to think about. And I feel like it, uh, it has an application to real life. Uh... And it's that, like, Kim idea that I was mentioning earlier, where, like, basically, apparently, and I know all this random information from my YouTube videos, basically, apparently, in the Elder Scrolls, uh, the world is not real, and it's just being, it's just a dream from, like, some random person, and it's just, like, dreamed up. I mean, I guess you could say it's, like, for, fourth wall breaking, because it was actually thought of by people, but it's like, basically a dream, and the dreamer is, like, the god or whatever i sort of i guess you could think of and kim is basically when somebody discovers this that they they're not real and that this is all a dream and there are two possibilities i believe and one is you you don't accept the fact that you're not real and you don't understand so you just disappear from existence and some people think this is possibly what happened to all the, like, Dwemer in Skyrim when you go into Dwemer Ruins. They just disappeared at one point, and some people think that is possibly what happened to them after the whole situation. They just disappeared and they've never shown up again. But the other possibility is what this Mr. Transvestite Vivek, uh, who is, like, like different colors, he apparently has, and is basically... You come to the understanding with yourself that you are not real. However, you are real in a sense. It's kind of a confusing topic. It's like you understand that everything is pointless. However, you find meaning in your own life because uh, you do exist and like society does exist. I don't know. I always just found that an interesting topic. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that's an interesting an interesting idea? Or do you think I'm just like crazy? <laughs> um Uh no, you go first. No, PJ, you have to go first before seeing you. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I mean, the more you look into quantum physics, everything isn't real, and it also is and this is why we're a good podcast trio because we just are on the same page about everything 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 really isn't real but it also is completely real 
and it's really fucked up, and it's really... I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think you can kind of exist if you want to, and you, if you don't want to exist, you <laughs> don't have to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm, you're not wrong, I feel like. I mean, thing is, I'll let you, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you have your, uh, your moment in the sun, Lila, in one second. But, uh, I do think that's true in a way. I think, like, it's not that not everything is real. It's, like, it is real, probably. Um, but, but, like, it's not, there's not really, like, a point, in my mind, at least. There's not really, like, a point to anything. But you have to, like, make your own point. And I think that's, like, the idea of Kim. Like, there isn't a point. But you're, you, you'll just devolve into nothing if you don't make a point for yourself you know if you don't want a point you can just kind of float along and you can have a point of literally doing nothing as well that that is true there's that's something i haven't considered anyway what you can, is you can just like your existence could just be nothing if your point is just to do nothing and like that's also an existence what is your existence pj shotgun's only 500 bucks yeah. No responsibility of the podcast. What is your existence, PJ? What what level are you on? Are you on extreme point? Like, do you have like a super goal you want to achieve? Uh, I would like to own Madagascar. Well, <laughs> what would you do with it? Uh, I would make it the best country in the world. Same with Lila. Well, uh, depends what you mean by best. But I could I could get on board with this. I would live in your Madagascar. You think? Where are we gonna get a hundred mil? Uh, this is like Drab some people. We've actually like done the research on this. Like, you could turn Madagascar into one of the most profitable countries on earth for a hundred. That's everything you need there. It has all the metals. If you were to just go there and be like, okay, the metals are here. The limestone's here. This is here. This is here. All right, you can start just making fucking tree farms that grow really fast. Like, you could just do everything there. The, the only thing Madagascar doesn't have is infrastructure. Solar power. If, if, you, if you put in... No, I mean like roads. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could build like seven roads and you could double the GDP. We've literally looked at this. This, yep. is, one, this is one of our end-term goals. For real? You guys actually want to try and do this? Oh, yeah. You think, though, because... Here's a question, though. We are kind of in, like, such a developed world right now, like England and uh, and America, or the UK and America, if we want to be inclusive to Scotland and you know, Wales. And nah, the, they're not a real place. Whatever. Uh, um, but we're in, like, such a developed place where I feel like it's, it's hard to get off the ground and, like, do your own thing. Like, if you have an idea, yeah. someone's thought of it a thousand times over here, and they already have a business on it. And it's basically I mean, all about like marketing if you want to get it big. Yeah, what but in Madagascar? The to it, really. In Madagascar, there's nothing probably. Like we could probably go there. We could go there and we could be like Elon Musk of Madagascar. With like 50k, oh man, that's the rest of your life. You got a nice piece of land, you're good. I'm actually down. With one spread, fix that. What you and you and your spreadsheets? You and your spreadsheets. They've, they've only had an investment total of like five billion dollars over the entire lifespan of the country. Yeah. 
they get a couple movies? <laughs> I don't know if anybody actually remembers where I, I bet you okay okay you know what I've seen okay wait first of all before I get into this tangent Lilo what was going to be your thing about this Kim you said you had something good oh, okay. drum roll oh this is great this is working out fantastically so basically they are dreams but they're called kalpas which means cycle. Look at the this. Whole the whole point of Alduin and stuff is to restart the cycle. Um, Clap to multiple, you, sir. There's multiple dreams going on all the time. So, for instance, the uh, the Red Guards aren't originally from Tamriel. Uh, they, they're from a different Kalpa. Um, and along with the left-handed elves, so this is the lore why Red Guards hates left-handed elves, they were the only two people left on their planet, or what have you. Um, and they did something called sidestepping the Kalpa, which is basically they moved from one dream to another. So it's not quite Kim, but it's, it's, it's sidestepping. Uh, and that's well established in the lore. So I was going to say, the thing I think about the dwarves is I think they did something similar. They, they sidestepped the Kalpa. Uh -huh. They just moved to a different dream. Um, and on the topic of Kim, so Vivek, um, he is the first one to achieve Kim that hasn't fucked off until the Skyrim games. So one of the other people that achieved Kim was Tiber Septim. And again, this is well documented in the lore. Uh, Tamriel, uh, Cyrodiil, which is where the Imperials are from, uh, used to be a jungle, so it used to have a similar um, sort of terrain as like Valen would. So ob oblivion, oblivion, like uh, Cyrodiil yeah, in, in yeah. oblivion, so, yeah. So that used to be a massive jungle, um, similar to in in terrain to to Valen would. Um, and when Tiber Septim became one of the one of the divines, um, mm -hmm. which he actually did in the lore. Uh, is because he achieved Kim. And one of the last things he did on the planet is he retroactively and proactively changed the terrain of Cyrodiil into what it is now. So he made it so even in the past, there was no jungle. There is some crazy-ass fucking Elder Scrolls lore, and it makes me sad when I play the games and I realize they just didn't fucking put any of it in, like, half the games, and I'm like... Oh, yeah. I know, and it's all in the fucking like long ass, like eighty long fucking paragraph long books, literally. I I love Morrowind for that though, because I I still play it to this day. Um, I've even got it on my phone. That's how much I like it. Um, and I I love playing that game and reading the lore and shit, like about the never 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 read You have an Android or something? I'm over here an iPhone gang. Can't can't fucking have anything on my phone. <laughs> but no, the fucking Elder Scrolls lore is so cool, and there's like so much interesting stuff. And then I play like Elder Scrolls online, and I'm like, why? Why does this exist? Like, bring me the cool stuff. Like, where's Kim? Where's like Vivek? Where's like, look, look at Mormon. There's fucking Vivek, a demigod who's achieved Kim, who's a transvestite who's like half colored on each 
fucking side of him floating in a meteor above the city. It's like, what is happening here? Like, this is crazy. $70 for that game when it first released for, like, I think it was called, like, the Empire Package. The Morrowind? Played it. No, no, um, Elskars Online. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, how fucking old are you? <laughs> I was like... No, 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 I played that on Xbox. Um, I paid, like, 70 bucks for, like, the Empire Edition. And I think in total... I've I've gone back to the game. I in total I've spent about nine hours. It's terrible. It's so boring. It's so bad. No, it is. And there's so much cool shit. Like, I the thing is, I want to keep playing Elder Scrolls Online just because I want. I haven't like explored the whole world, and that's all I want from it. I just want to see what it looks like. But apparently, they kind of changed a lot of what it looks like. But there's so much weird shit. Like the the Wood Elves. Apparently, the Wood Elves do this thing called like the wild hunt sometimes not on purpose where they turn to like just terrifying fucking beasts and just murder everything and then apparently the widows have another thing called the green pact where whenever they kill a living thing they have to eat it so imagine if they go to fucking war like there's just so many weird things in the elder scrolls lore that they just never discuss and it, it they kind of just build it like medieval europe so when you're like going around oblivion there's just like little towns but they have like their bar and you can buy some beer that doesn't do anything and then you go to the next town and there's another bar and you kind of just hang out and it's like where the hell is all the weird shit where's the floating meteors like if this is really what it's like and morrowind is as crazy as it is and everywhere else is just like literally medieval europe everybody else must think morrowind is like bad shit insane like, what the fuck is going on over there? Fucking volcanoes and meteors flying around and demigods. Mm-hmm. But alright. So essentially there's like seven earth pillars around Tamiel. And you've got like the white gold tower, the adamantine tower, um, red mountain, uh, throat of the world, and a few others. And basically in the lore, what the uh, what the bad guys? I can't remember what they're called. The elves. Thalmor. The Thalmor. Their whole plan is they, the elves, like see Earth as a punishment. They're like, "Fuck you, Lorcan. I could have been a fucking Aedra. Um So what they want to do is they want to crumble the world and end the cycle, which is why they were so interested in the dragons and shit. But. When they took over the white gold tower, they blew it up. Um, The red mountain is blown up. Um, The throat of the world, Parthenax got killed and the the fucking Elder Scrolls Mm -hmm. thing was there. So basically what people think is happening is that's what it's all going to lead up to. Think PJ, I'll put it in because I feel like you're getting lost in the like monotony of like random lore you don't understand. Or I've never heard. Think of the Lord of the Rings, the Thalmor, Amad, they're elves. So think in the. Oh, I kind of know what's going on. I don't know about the Thalmor and shit. Yeah, think if the think if the elves in the Lord of the Rings wanted to imagine there were like five like buildings and pillars and like mountains in the world, and uh-huh. and think the elves in the Lord of the Rings wanted to destroy those, and if they did, they believed that they would go back to being like the song. And the creation, but nobody really knows if that's actually gonna work, and it probably won't. So everybody will probably just die. 
And that's basically like the Thalmor's goal. They're basically Nazis, to be honest. Yeah, I know they're bad. But the Nords are also fucking... The Stormcloaks are also stupid. But anyway, yeah. we've done one hour and a half of our inaugural podcast. I keep saying inaugural. I'm pretty sure I don't know what that word means, except for like every year. Uh, definitely not inaugural. Our, our first prime... Uh, I'm going to stop saying words. It's our first podcast. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for watching. And we will be back next time. Adios.